Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, otherwise known as RBL, a show that incorporates baby boomers and uh, millennials' ideas and perspectives. With the hottest news, reviews, and interviews, and guidance on the transition of brick and mortar to click and order. And now I'm proud to introduce former veteran, military police, and a member of Knights of Columbus, my dad, James Zuli. And my son, Chairman and CEO of Easyway Network, known as the Digital Dick Clark, Eric Zuli. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed on today's radio show and their guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints of Easyway Broadcasting. Good morning, Radio Boomers Live listeners around the world. Good morning to our Easyway family and to the superstar host of the show, Eric Zuli. And Eric, are you ready to rock and roll this morning? I guess he is. Yeah. Okay, so we got, uh, oh, there he is. He's on cue. We got the engineer. Oh, it's calls. Okay, we got a lot of calls coming in. Can't take all the calls right now starting the show. But we're going to start incorporating that. Um, little process that we have. Uh, what it is is we have uh, so many lines that we can handle, and we have our guests and so on and so forth. But uh, I want to just thank everybody yesterday for all the accolades and the happy birthdays and so on and so forth. Uh, managed to squeeze in two hours for an actual get together and a cake and all that kind of stuff. And boy, talking about calories and sugar and all that. Uh, sitting down with a big chocolate cake with uh, Oreos on the top and then cupcakes next to that and fudge brownies. It's uh, all right, so there's a few calories. But, you know, we talk about baby boomers and the health and all that, and it seems to be like when you get in the category of 65 or 70, that's when it kicks in and you really have to start paying attention because it's almost like nature pretty much takes care of you uh, to a point, but then if you don't start taking care of yourself, like I'm going to cover some of that in a in report I have today, like moving a little bit. It's not like saying you have to go to the gym and and work out for four hours a day. No, they're telling you just got to keep moving uh, somewhat and say, say a couple hours a day, make sure you walk around, make sure you do a little something. And Somewhat of a healthy diet. It doesn't have to be radical, but uh, the sleep and the water and, and so on. But without doing that, it's like you turn a dial. You turn it to the left, and you don't drink water. You don't sleep much. You don't eat green leafy, whatever. Uh, there's going to be – it's going to catch up to you. You turn it to the right where you're doing some exercises, and you're staying somewhat up-to-date on your – movements, your exercises, and your diet, you're going to be in better shape. It's a very simple process. And when you uh, when you stay in shape, you function better, and you can do your business. Everything is on a positive, and you're not facing all these, these situations that come up that everybody has, you know, with the various illnesses, try to keep the weight down, and so on and so forth. And I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to jump in there. Right, I know a few things with our uh, with our hot topic here. You know. Hey guys, all right. So make sure you join us twice a month, every other Thursday, for our Easy Way Family Pitch Party, where you'll get to pitch your purpose. 
to gain more followers to your EasyWay Wall of Fame profile. Don't have an EasyWay profile? Make sure you visit EasyWayWallOfFame.com and create your profile. The way this works is you post on your profile whatever it is that you're promoting. So when you pitch it on our main stage with 50 to 150 members every other Thursday, you will get more promotion to your profile. And then that traffic will go to your website or social media. You also get to share the stage with our celebrity speaking guests like Kevin Sorbo, Ken Davidian, Bill Walsh, Omar Perriou, Judge Joe Brown, just to name a few. And let's not forget our members' favorite moment of the evening, our Wheel of Opportunity, where you'll get to spin to win up to $10,000 in marketing and brand development prizes. Interested? Visit letter E, letter Z, easywayfamily.com. Register for free and check out what all the excitement and buzz is about. We'll see you there. You know what? Let's just make this a little easier on you. If you're local, text easy way, no spaces, to the number 55678. Our system will take it from there. Ripped from the headlines, today's hot topic. Well, guys, we're talking about that heat wave. I've never looked on the map of the United States and saw all those little figures, you know, uh, temperatures across the states. It varies, you know, 50 degrees, 80, maybe 90 in some of the hot areas. Across the whole United States, you're looking at 90 degrees, 110 degrees, maybe an 85 in there. I saw one up around Chicago. But the 90s across, that's a lot, a lot of heat. And uh, we broke records. So now it's looking like it may ease a little bit. and uh, but, but, you know, 5 to 15 degrees above average, that's that's a lot. And you got to stay on top of that. Don't overdo it because the heat takes the lives of more people than hurricanes and all the other ones combined. Uh, but it sneaks up on you. You might be out working in the yard and not paying attention, and then you have a health issue. Canada is having the most destructive wildfires. It continues. And with that, 27 million acres were lost. And uh, there's about 200 fires still uncontrolled, and that smoke comes down to the East Coast and Midwest. So if you're out in those areas, uh, maybe stay indoors. If you go outside and it's real smoky and orange-looking, stay inside because that smoke's not good to breathe. I was on the fire department. I know the stats on that. According to uh, researchers and people in the know, the top ways to live longer, don't smoke, maintain a healthy weight, get up and move. I was talking about some of this, you know, in the beginning of the show. Just uh, it doesn't have to be a major regimen. Move about 30 minutes a day and keep somewhat of a healthy diet. And uh, that alone will add uh, years to your life. And what older adults, it's a baby boomer show, but we have people from all ages. What older adults no longer want to handle? Arguments, uh, stand-up concerts, they'd rather sit down some more. They don't want to deal with hangovers anymore. Quieter bars, you know, the piano bar and so on, the kind of stuff I used to look at and go, oh, boring. Well, now I would kind of appreciate that over the loud rock and roll situations. We don't want all the loud rock and roll anymore. Um, getting to bed past 9 p.m. is fading out. They want to get to bed earlier and get more sleep, which is better. Uh, dealing with dramas out. Uh, 
the all-nighters are gone and the long lines. Don't want the long lines anymore. So that's some of the stuff. Retirement planners suggest that you should have at least 10 to 15% of your pre-tax income should be saved. You got to start putting some. Cut back on the savings. When you go to buy something, think of it. Maybe think about it for a day, and you'll find out that 50% of it you won't be buying. A lot of it's impulse buying, and you're spending money you don't have. U.S. sends more warships to the uh, to the areas in the Middle East among tensions with Iran, and they want to create some stability over there, and I think that works. Um, many of the economists forecast a recession in 2023, although there's many that don't feel that there's a recession coming. And employment's good. People are working. The market seems pretty stable, so we'll see what happens. 50% of U.S. businesses are home-based, and 30 million, that's, that equals about 30 million, 60% are non-employee. Women are more likely to have home-based businesses than men. They probably do a better job. Uh, best investments for beginners, high-yield savings accounts, CDs, or certificates of deposit, 401Ks and mutual funds are your safe ways to go. You also have uh, many, well, other than the, you know, the mutual funds and the 401s and so on, you also have the on-the-side investments that people do good at if you do research, like coins and classic cars and, and so on. Uh, that's something that the classic car situation, if you know what's going on, it could be lucrative. So we have uh, over 100, 120 million people in the eastern U.S. are at risk for very severe storms, uh, heavy rainstorms and hurricanes along the uh, east coast. So I keep saying be aware when you travel. Uh, Harvard scientist says he has proof of alien life after the whistleblower gave all his information, and the whistleblower was a top person in the government. So Porsche responds to uh, in a fury after re- after it removed a statue of Jesus from its, uh, one of its featured sports cars. And so that's a few of the things that are going on uh, in the in the world. You know, we you know keep up with the soccer, the U.S. Uh, did really well with the soccer, and uh, there's there's just so much going on. But we're going to uh, we're going to start covering a lot of the AI. I'm going to be mentioning and in, in the hot topic slash uh, reports I do because there's a lot of concern with business, and it's even affecting the entertainment industry. Uh, how it will affect? They did a commercial years ago with two gentlemen talking about insurance. And this is four or five years ago, and they said they could hardly tell the difference in their concern with what AI could actually do today. You can't tell the difference in a real actor or someone that was created. I mean, you could have a uh, one of your top actors today, and is it really him? So it's covering the board. It's not only in the high tech towns; it's across the country. How it's uh, they showed a video of like an Amazon-type building with hundreds of people with the forklifts and the carts moving stuff around, putting it on the shelves. And then they showed a, uh, in fact, I believe Amazon had that going on. And a company came to them and said, look, we can categorize all your stuff on your shelves and we could move this stuff around and have it placed here and there, unload the trucks, all 
through the uh, the computer artificial intelligence situation, and Amazon went ahead and bought the company, and now you see with their big warehouse with all the people, everything is moving around, being put in meticulous areas and shelves, but there's no people. It's all done through. There's a couple of people in the uh, control room. But on the other hand, they say when this happens, in a roundabout way, it creates jobs in another area. So uh, we're going to we're going to do a report and, and see what's going on with that and how you get benefit from it. And like I said, home businesses are, are thriving. There's uh, a large percentage are just doing it themselves. They're, or a lot of people that work with a company are now doing that company business at home too. And then the company saves on all that rental space. I mean, I've been in buildings where it's just floor after floor, like 10 stories of nothing but cubicles on every story. And uh, all those people can do the work at home. They don't really, most times they may not sit at the computer all day. They get other things done, but still, it seems like overall the work is being finished. And then you have the yin and the yang effect. Now you have all these office buildings and what's going on there. Well, you know, they wind up going eventually. They might give you better deals or they might uh, have a program where instead of office space, they will turn it into event space and people still want to do events. Uh, Years ago, they had uh, some people had come to Eric and said, you know, we're not able to do our event anymore because of the shutdown, you know, the restrictions. And uh, there was a gentleman that had a situation at the uh, L.A. Convention Center, and he said, can't do my event. Eric said, do it anyway. I remember this was like three years ago. And they, uh, he said, well, I have performers. I have speakers. I have did it all on a virtual basis. And the guy came back. He actually said he had more people that attended on a virtual lim- on a virtual scale than in person because a lot of the people they don't have to fly in anymore, and they uh, they can do their their work and and everything they need to do their performances and that from their own location. So it saves them money, and they have uh, you know they can receive donations if it's a nonprofit situation. Or they can uh, they can have the event with the entertainers and cover all the bases. So you know you have both sides of it. Uh, do your research and see. You know maybe a home business it might pay off. Now you have to know what you're doing. That's one of the issues. People wind up making money and then they step out of their territory and they start investing in something that they're not really they don't know much about, and that's where they wind up losing. And you'll read, you'll read stories about maybe celebrities, that, and they, they're making good money, but then they start investing in these businesses, and they lose money. You have to know the business. I almost bought a restaurant in uh, uh, Dana Point. It was on the water back in 1977. It was called Turks, and it was a uh, good food nice location but the guy asked me he said do you know the restaurant business i said no he said well imagine a social network that's based on quality members over quantity where you can easily find the qualified leads you're looking for where members treat each other as family and promote each other's projects get interviewed manage your business and sell your product or service on our new easy way store let us do the promotional heavy lifting for you 
We've created an all-in-one solution with all the tools you would ever need to promote you and your client's business, all accessible by one simple login. Social media done for you. Introducing the new 2022 EasyWay Network with our built-in wall of fame that helps you to search and find that profile you want to network with that matches your business needs while boosting your own notoriety at the same time. This year, we've made it even easier on you. Oh, did we mention you make money? Create your free account today by texting EasyWay, that's letter E, letter Z, to 55678. Or visit EasyWayNetwork.com. Got questions? Give us a call at 424-209-9290. Are you tired of doing business the hard way? Is building your business taking too much time and energy? We can help. Introducing your ultimate solution, EasyWay Business Membership. We're a full-service digital marketing solution specializing in branding and marketing, advertising, and introductions to CEOs and influencers that can help your business thrive. Problem solved. Now you can hire our award-winning team to work for your business. We've received many prestigious awards, including the Digital Trailblazer Award by Hollywood Weekly Magazine, and we've been recognized by Congress. For just $11 a day, you'll get more exposure, reach more clients by next month, guaranteed. Here's how it works. You pay one low annual fee of $4,000, and you'll receive consulting, branding, marketing, advertising, social media support, product placement, and business introductions to help your business grow exponentially. And if you need more, we offer SEO, commercial, TV exposure, and much more for an additional rate. To recap, for just $11 a day annual membership fee, you'll receive branding, consulting, business-to-business introductions, advertising, and social media support. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers say. We've been working with EasyWay, Eric, for the last six months, and literally, we are slammed with work (laughs) for two months straight, so his marketing definitely works. To learn more, visit EasyWayNetwork.com or contact us at 877-399-2929. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Facebook at EasyWay Network, Twitter at EasyWay Broadcast, and YouTube at EasyWay TV. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And we have a very interesting guest, and that's an understatement because uh, if I were to take the time to read her bio, there wouldn't be any time to bring her on because her name is Christine Spazzato, and she's a best-selling author, speaker, podcast, and host. Uh, and host um, guest, Christine Spazzato, is a highly respected professional with over 20 years' experience in highly education, originally from uh, Oscalia, Wisconsin. I know some of Wisconsin. Uh, Christine has dedicated her career to coaching and training college students, providing them with the tools and guidance they need to thrive academically and personally. Passionate about education and mentorship, Christina has become a sought-after speaker and podcast guest. She shares her expertise and experiences on various platforms, captivating audiences with her engaging style and valuable perspectives on navigating 
the college experience, and that's quite an experience. Her ability to connect with parents and students, along with addressing their unique challenges, has made her a trusted choice in the field. Having delivered training programs and speeches to intimate audiences as well as auditoriums, her ability to engage people's intellect, passion, and heart are evident. In addition to her speaking engagements, Christine is the founder and director of RISE Student Coaching, inclusive coaching program designed to empower uh, conservative college students and their parents. Through this program, uh, she combines her extensive experience innovating coaching techniques and deep understanding of student needs to provide personalized support and guidance. Wow, this is this is quite a uh, quite a resume. And uh, Christine, are you out with us? I'm here. Hi, Christine. Thank you for coming on the show and slowing down with us, baby boomers. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, James, and happy well, birthday. Well, thank you, my dear. Thank you, thank you. I uh, Everybody's reminding me. Sometimes you may try to forget after a certain age, but you know what? I'm not complaining because I'm still here. I mean, <laughs> you know, what can you say? But and I think all boomers agree with you. <laughs> your resume is beyond interesting, and I was, I mean, I still have a long way to go, but like I said in the beginning, if I continued on, our only interaction would be, well, Christine, sorry, we don't have time to talk to you <laughs> because I had to read your bio. Wow. So here's here's the big question. With all the stuff that you have, what what does Christine do in her spare time? Which is, is, is that a trick question? Is there any spare time? Uh, <laughs> uh, right now, there's very little spare time. I, I'm thrilled that my book, Student Voices Silenced, has... Student Voices been... Silenced, yes. It's the College Survival Guide for Consecutive Students and Parents. Very interesting. You really get Conservative into Conservative Students and Parents. Yeah, Conserv- Conservative yeah. Students and And um, it's ranked number one Amazon bestseller. So wow, I am... Thank you, thank you. I'm busy getting the word out, and my goal was to have this, you know, published and out by the time school started this fall. It's very important information for parents to be able to support their students uh, going into higher education and if they are already college enrolled. Ah, okay. So with this, what's going on, and there's been a lot going on, you had to transition. You realize the importance of resilience mm-hmm. and and change, you know, Mr. Yeah. well, I'm not going to say the names, but there's certain companies, big companies that did not learn that little technique there and they faded away. Uh, right. And it's somewhat the same with college because there's rumors out there saying, Hey, why go to college when I've talked mm-hmm. to my friends and they're 150,000 in debt and then they're not making any money when they graduate and things like that. Right. But in the long term, yep. I kind of look at it like, is if you go on the side streets in life, it's it takes longer. You don't go as fast. You don't get as many miles, you know, done. <laughs> where, where if you go to college, it's like getting on the freeway. It takes a while to get to the freeway, but once you get on it, you do make more money, and it is worthwhile. Right. And I, I'm not a naysayer for higher education at all. I love education. I love higher education. It's a passion for me. 
And I, however, I think students really need to be prepared for what is going on on campuses now, uh, yeah. culturally, and also to because of the expense of college, they really need to think through what their goals are before they enroll. And I, I'm an advocate for, you know, the students that are called, you know, I want to be a teacher, I want to be a physician, I want to be an aerospace engineer, and they know that that's what they're called to do. They should, obviously, higher education is the route for them. For students yeah. that say, I don't really know exactly what I want to do, but I want to go to college, I advocate take a year off, have some life experience, and yeah. oh, really focus. There you go. See, that's why that's why you are who you are, because what you just said is a major issue. Let's go to college for 12 years, and then we, when we're done, we have all kinds of classes that do nothing for me because they didn't right. pertain to what I, you know. So that is the key. Take some time off and kind of look around and see. What do you think you want? Do you really want to be a dentist? Do you really want to be an engineer? Yes. Oh, I think that's right on point. Good, good yes. advice. Wow. And and it gives them a little bit of time to mature, understand yep. economics and finance better. So when they get get into college, they're better equipped to manage their lives and their finances, so they don't get into so much trouble. And oh. um, you know, also I I really think that establishing yourself as a person, your, your personhood, your self-development is critical before they go, especially for conservative students because campuses now are extremely progressive and they will be bombarded with new ideas and thoughts and philosophies and values and beliefs. And they really need to be solid as people and know who they are and what their values are before they get into that environment Part of that is normal student development. That is just part of growing up and part of life. And it's wonderful to, you know, be able to explore and figure out who you are in this big, fabulous world we're in. But there are some things that are very foundational, and they need time to really establish that and be firm in those foundational things before they're exposed to all of the other philosophies and ideas. You know, taking that time off is such good advice. Look around and get a feel for what's going on because if you jump into a high bill and you're going to be paying a lot of money, I mean, I think that you could start, if nothing else, with a junior college that's affordable in the neighborhood. And then go on to mm-hmm. paying your 50000 a month for some, you know, high end, whatever it is, you know, and, and learn a little bit because you can go on with, you know, there, there's a lot of interesting classes but you can go with a lot of liberal arts for years, mm-hmm. but you don't really have any kind of pertainable degree that's going to be. It would be like the guy who goes in the army. Well, that's that's really nice that you're into heavy artillery, but <laughs> when you get out, mm-hmm. there's not too many jobs for heavy artillery, you know. And there's thousands of jobs in the army that engineers and everything that you can use when you get out. So finding the, your path a little bit. What, it's like I told right. Eric years ago, well, what is it that you want to do, you know, and and to learn a little bit about it, because what I think another one is, and see what you think of this, you know, 
with all I've been to, let's say I went to Wilburite College in Chicago, Triton Junior College. I came out here, went to Santa Ana Junior College, got my little AA, and then went to Cal State Fullerton. And I had a minor in psychology and a, 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 a minor psychology and special education. And then I had the, the other deal with uh, was so business communication so and so forth. So that's mm-hmm. kind of broad. That's kind of broad. But here's the thing. I, over the years, 74 now, uh, I've seen people, I'm talking to people that I knew that were a lot smarter than I was because, you know what, when I came to the three and some of the classes I took, you know, with the math <laughs> mm-hmm. and so on and so forth, uh, there, there was one, do you remember differential equations? I don't know if you remember that. Uh, some, some of this stuff. No. And I'm, uh, oh, all right. So anyway, I'm thinking. Sorry. Well, <laughs> that wasn't one of your favorites. <laughs> okay. No. So I, I'm taking this stuff, and I'm thinking, well, what does it do? So there you are, and I'm, I'm looking at these people. I mean, I don't want to get personal with what they're doing and where they're at, but a lot of them didn't make it so much financially, and yet – they had a PhD in something. Where I'm going with this, Christine, is they have this knowledge, they get the degrees, but they didn't have any instruction on L-I-F-E, life and yeah. the things that can happen. Here's a little caution flag, Bob and Mary. If you get your PhD, be careful on who you partnership with an investment. Be careful on where you invest your money. Oh, you're going to invest in, in the Dow or this or that. Well, maybe you'd better do a little research, whatever, you know, the scenario. Yep. Or you're going to get married. Okay, well, do a little research. Are you going to really get along with that person? Do you have anything in common? <laughs> because, because that can wind up blowing up and affecting your life for the, the lady that marries some goofy guy or whatever happens. <laughs> and he winds up being an alcoholic, and, and she's worked hard to get this degree. Or, or like, for instance, the lady that spins the wheel. I, I don't want to get in the the personal stuff and the names and that, but there's been celebrities uh, and business and and sports people that made a lot of, and they get in situations with a business and they lose much of their money because they didn't know what they were doing or the wrong person. And they, whatever Mm -hmm. I'm kind of going on and on the little thing on, okay, you worked hard, you got your degree, but what you got to be a little careful and know about life. So that period that you're talking about taking time off, that's another thing that should be interjected. Is there a, well, I know that I read at Harvard had a class that was very successful on just being happy, you know, uh, <laughs> and they said a lot of people, you know, because people forget about that. You have to be de-stressed and maybe enjoy life a little bit. And it was showing them, there's more to just drilling the books and yeah. planning your future. And you got, that's why I kind of ask you, what do you do in your spare time? And I, I kind of noticed yep. a little bit, you have a couple of things and uh, with the dogs <laughs> and so on. I can give you credit for that, but don't you agree where they should have a little bit more knowledge than just there. Here's your degree. Congratulations. Yeah. Everybody's applauding. And they step out the door and get, I'll just say, have a hard time in life. You know? Yes. Got to give some heads up on what can happen. Because <laughs> it's, it's a permanent you, thing that what can happen with you. You're right on, James. You are just nailing it. Um, and Thank that's you. why I developed this 
coaching program that's exclusively for conservative college students. It could be for any college student, honestly. Um, but I saw a specific need when I was on campus for an advocate for conservative students. But it is based, the RISE student coaching program is based on the five pillars of development for young adults. So it's um, developing yourself, community engagement, global engagement, learning how to function with your academic departments to thrive, and resilient skills. And all of those, communication, understanding yourself, learning about cultures in the broader world that's out there, advocating for yourself, and how to bounce back in the face of adversity are all skills to prime these students to get out and be productive, contributing people in their, in their communities after they graduate from college. And these are You're all skills that don't leave it up to chance. You know, their parents put all this money into the intuition for their courses, but all of the, 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 the personal development things, they leave to chance. And right. the, the biggest loss I see, or poor investment, since we're talking about investment, is students that drop out because yeah. all the credits earned mean nothing after they're gone. In the, in the exactly. business world, in the work world, all the money that got put to their tuition, that is a lost investment. So parents really need to take a look at what are they doing to ensure that their kids are able to graduate and thrive and be successful, contributing happy, fabulous, joyful people in the world. And that's all these other skills that they need to be able to develop in the face of all these other distractions and messages that are going on in higher ed. You know, this is, this is, there's so much. I'm, I'm just thinking like, oh, well, we have this to cover and this. Let's do a part two with you because we have to move on in the show here, but there's like 50 other questions I'd like to ask you. And, and Great. Things we I'd can love cover. you, James. Let's yes. do a part two with Christine because this is, this is so cool. And, uh, so put so in your notes. Christine, the Tony Robbins for conservative college students <laughs> coming back. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. No, this is, and you know, these are tips that people can think, and this is going to be beneficial. So let's get you on a part two, and we'll have specific questions to see if we can, you know, cover some more bases that will help some of these people in college or thinking of going. But I want to thank mm -hmm. you so much for taking the time to slow down with me and, and humor me a little bit here. Uh, I, I <laughs> really appreciate having you on. Thank you again. Thank you so and, much. Uh, you are a Happy treasure trove of information. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for reminding me. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're welcome. 45 years old and counting. Thank you. Thank you, Christine. We'll, we'll plan it for another time. Let's have you on again. Okay. Thanks, James. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye. And with that... You are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. 
She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Well, hello, 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 hello there, everybody. Hey, (laughs) we're here. We're here to cheer. I've got a good reason to be cheerful because I have a wonderful guest coming your way today. And her name is Dr. Gwen Hughes, Doctor of Humanities. Dr. Gwen Hughes has a program called Higher Heights Outreach. And she's been doing her thing for 35 years at least. Uh, She's been into insurance, banking, business administration, uh, asset protection, health administration, business development. And uh, she has the goal uh, to elevate and to educate uh, to help people to hire spiritual and financial freedom. Freedom, yes, indeed, and so much more to tell you about. But her program is very unique. It's something that many people have not heard too much about. I know you've all heard about the 501c3 nonprofit, um, and uh, have you heard of the 508? Let's bring her on so she can explain that and a few other things. Dr. Gwen Hughes, are you there? Yes, how are you? Thank you for having me, Carmen. All right. Thanks for coming on. You know, you and I are getting to know one another, and the more I know about you, the more amazing uh, it is to learn what you're all about. Uh, Right now you're operating out of Seattle. Yes. And uh, your your brother, who had an operation with you, has gone on to a, a better world, but he's left yes. you with a lot of tools and um, a program that you have been sharing for a long time. And I also yes. want to mention to people that you are in the ministry. So, yes, you know, and, and as uh, the uh, easy way program has been based on unite the light that's one of their sayings yes the people we've had uh, the more you check it out you realize they're all connected and uh, so and and i told you uh today about the easy way wall of fame uh which i'm sure you know you hear more about uh but in the meantime Let's get on with our interview. Uh, tell us uh, how you first got started in the uh, business arena. I mean, you've had so many different forms, but but uh, tell tell us, you know, what got you involved in the business okay, of, well, arena. I've worked uh, in management and worked in training with several insurance corporations, their home office, uh, the Fortune 100. I've traveled all 50 states extensively, uh, working from training coordinator, auditor, to uh, regional director over employee benefits, and having been an entrepreneur 
for practically all my life from babysitting to working in the church to starting your own business. But more recently, I've worked with my brother for the past 30, 35 years working with the nonprofit, the 508. And Willie was an accountant, a CPA, a CMA, and CPM. And he worked uh, with the federal government, uh, Honeywell. And one of his specialties, uh, having saved the corporation over millions of dollars, they actually gave him and showed him the 508. So that was his introduction, and his mentor was the attorney, Jay Mitten, who is the father of asset protection. So that's really how he got started. He was published, and basically we have clients in about 90% of the states. So I just wanted to share a little bit uh, who we market to and what the difference is between the 501 C and the 508. A 501C is a uh, public entity and it's run by the government and there is a 990 reporting. So you do have to report and they actually review all of your board of directors, your mission statement, and anything that you would have to do because it is a public uh, nonprofit. Now, Mm -hmm. and so they have, you know, government grants and everything, but the unique difference about a 508, it is a triple entity. It's a private nonprofit. It is a trust. So it holds your assets, your house, your car, your land, your stock, your bonds, your Rolls Royce, your Bugatti here in all 50 states. And it is an integrated auxiliary association or convention of a church. It protects your First Amendment. There is a mandatory, mandatory, mandatory no reporting clause under the 6033A3. And it's good in all 50 states. In addition, we're part of the Hague Convention. So we're in about 150 countries. And the unique is that it's mandatory no reporting. So in essence, we are private. So you keep your own uh, actual, you know, expenses and everything, but there is mandatory no reporting. So that's a good thing. Now, it can do everything, uh, 501, but the beauty of it is that it goes further. It's better than a prenup. You can have a 401K or 401B transferred into your uh, 508, and it uh, helps you with capital gains. So that's the real unique thing, uh, being able to save more of your actual income. But who do we help? We help people. We help businesses, churches, bishops. And what can a 508 do? Uh, You establish your own bank account. You can have homes and rentals and businesses and all of the other assets that you could virtually think of, land and stocks and, and like I said, in all 50 states. And what can a 508 do? It's major, has a major tax advantage. So when it lowers your adjusted gross income, you're able to uh, pay less taxes. 
and there's no reporting. And also, if you are a minister, or a priest, or a bishop, or elder, you'll be able to file a 4160, 4361 and file and receive a housing allowance on a year basis. So that's substantial. That would allow you to write off your mortgage and your utilities and all of your expenses. And real estate, if you're in real estate, um, it will protect you because with the lawsuits going on, the real estate and the actual 508 is not issued in your name. So you have an advantage of that to be protected. And you can assume mortgages, IRA roll-off, and pensions. So that's just a little bit of, of what they can do. But the unique thing about it, since it is private, your mission statement can be real diverse. You can expand it. I have clients that have horses that have at-risk youth, and they have an a agriculture program in place. There's prison ministries, there's homeless, there's transition homes, there's theater, there's uh, music ministries. It is so, so diverse by it being a private nonprofit. It actually complements and it meets your need. And who can apply for it? Anyone. You don't, there's no limit. Uh, you can have more than one. Some of my clients have a personal one. Some have some for their family, and some have uh, four and five for special projects. And it works in conjunction with the profit entity if you're uh, doing business, uh, LLC or C corporation. But it is the highest level of protection, and that's the beauty of it. So it's one of those uh, – Nonprofits that, no, not a lot of people are familiar with it, about 10 to 15 percent of the entire United States population. But it actually, again, it reduces uh, your taxable income. So when it reduces your taxable income, uh, you're able to have production in the greatest years of your tax bracket, but being able to pay lower tax returns. Property taxes. You're also able to benefit based on the state requirements. And say if you're taking care of a loved one and you need to set aside funds for that dependent to support them, that would be uh, the trust would be able to set aside funds to be, take care of that. And it's a nonprofit that goes seven generations. So it goes generation after generation after generation, after generation. And some of the current recipients of the 508 is the Catholic Church and the Latter-day Saints, the Church of God in Christ, and the Amish are all 508s. So it's been around an extensive long time, and it allows you to do exactly what you need to do for your particular uh, nonprofit. Yes, it really is an amazing program, mm -hmm. and you know, now that I think about it, I do recall attending a meeting, a large okay. meeting, and uh, they were talking about probably what you just described, because they okay. said God was a CEO, and that's the yes. same 
uh, uh, thing that mm-hmm. this says is in charge, uh, yeah. you know. And, and you know, I was just looking at your list of some of the benefits of the trust, and I yeah. had to chuckle a little because there was one mention about a lady that set aside $10,000 so that her cat could receive $100 every month to be fed. I thought, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. <laughs> and some have their dogs. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I yeah. can imagine, yes. Yeah, because they mm-hmm. need the caregiver you know, mm-hmm. to take care of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's set aside, and uh, Paris Hilton, she gets over a million dollars a month under the trust. So, My goodness. <laughs> yeah, My so gosh. you're able to, you know, accomplish some of your major goals and, and help mm-hmm. your family and loved ones and, mm-hmm. you know, move forward uh, with many, many uh, diverse, you know, setting up, uh, what you would decide because it is private, and like mm-hmm. I said, the 501 is a public entity. So you're scrutinized, and your board and your mission statement, and all of that, and it's 990 reporting. And if you do not uh, actually use it, then you're either dissolved or they'll dissolve at four years if it's inactive after three years. But mm-hmm. you have to report where there's mm-hmm. mandatory no reporting. And the 508 is sovereign. So, you know, that's the beauty of it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a real, real unique uh, characteristics about it. But some of the benefits that um, I've seen, the benefits to the church, uh, building fund projects, special Bibles, church furniture, carpet, uh, choir ropes, uh, communion supplies, Sunday school, a church library, even bookstores in regards to the church, but just in essence, if you're going to establish a nonprofit, you could have your uniforms, your athletic equipment, scholarships, computers, improvement projects, um, educational centers, multipurpose centers, churches, cafeterias, gyms, recreation centers, special projects, uh, vans and buses and uniforms, just to name a few. But the list goes on and on and on and on. And you oh can my. actually, yeah, if a person makes a donation, it is tax deductible. Whether they give you a building for a million dollars or give you a car for your association or let you uh, use the building for a year to have an event, all that is doable. And sponsorships, private, all of that. So if someone says, I want to give you $50,000 to help your church, they get a write-off letter. So it's completely tax deductible, and there's no limit. Yeah, well, listen, there's no limit to the amazing information that you have to share with our guests, and I hope that you all got an earful, everybody. (laughs) How about that, Dr. Gwen Hughes? You are amazing and remarkable, and we're going to have to get on our horse now and ride off into the sunset. I want you to give everybody your website so that they can learn more about you and your organization. Yes, my website is Higher Heights outreach.org that's higher heights outreach.org 
All right now, and thank you for coming on as a wonderful and guest. Thank you for having me. It's it's been a wonderful experience and I really hope that people get on board because they'll be able to benefit and help their families and it will go on generation after generation after generation after generation in an amazing way. Thank you, Doctor Gwen. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Carmelita has some interesting guests with treasure troves, as they say, of information. And they're basically game changers. You know, I keep telling people, the younger people, if you listen to some of this about your pensions and retirements, boring. Who wants to hear that when you're 25, 30 years old? But if you pay attention, uh, it's very beneficial and game-changing when you get older. You know, so that's all I can say. And it's uh, when I say game changer, I'm like, instead of retiring, oh, I just grab this policy when I'm older. Okay, grab a policy when you're older. It's going to cost you a fortune every month to get a little bit. And you're basically equaling out the money you're putting in is what you're getting back. And you do it when you're younger. You put in a few bucks, you wind up with half a million dollars when you're younger than me. Uh, but you know, it, the thing is, it's not needed at the time. I know you're feeling it's, uh, it's not, it doesn't seem important. It's not on the table right now, but if you, the whole point is you're not talking about that much. You just put a few dollars aside, something you would spend, you know, at the store or whatever. And it adds up when it's on a continual basis, it just constantly bills. Bills always come in. They all have to be paid. All right. When you take that little bit of money that you're going to, you know, spend on something and somewhere or whatever you do in this program for retirement, the years go by fast. I tell everybody, they go by so fast you won't believe it. And all of a sudden you turn around and, hey, I've been putting in that little deal that I've been working on uh, for like 25, 30 years and check to see how much you're going to get. Well, so much for retirement in a good way because you're set. You you can actually retire and do stuff. Ah, it's uh, it's just important. So we got to connect. We've had several people over the years that were real, really in tune with this retirement issue. And, uh, well, you know, I'm, now if you are older, have a baby boomers on it. There's still a lot of programs that can help. And five and ten years goes by fast. If you're 60, you know, you do this for 10 years, you're going to have more when you're 70. If you're 70 and started, you'll have more when you get 80. You could still do that, but you know, <laughs> when you get to be 80, you better better put it away fast. Because 10 years go by fast, and then you're 90. Well, when you're 90, you really hope that you got your act together. <laughs> and because uh, I've talked to people. I, I knew a lot of the World War II veterans, and uh, they tell me about, you know, situations they had where they've lost money in business or whatever and things they invested in. Some have, well, normally one way or the other they're going to be taken care of. 
but uh, you can still be in good shape when you're 70, 80, 90 years old. People at the gym, you know. So uh, we have uh, we have guests that come on the show that were celebrities in the 50s and 60s, uh, and it's interesting to see where they take it. Some people continue on, you know, like the uh, the Clint Eastwood scenario, and uh, he's still going. And you have people that they resource their, their age, and they, they work with that age category. A lot of people think, well, when I'm a certain age, they can't use me. Well, yeah, but other people can. So uh, what we're going to do now, and thank you, Carmelita, and uh, – Thank you, Christine, for coming on the show. Um, we uh, we want to continue on with some of these because uh, I uh, you know one's not one time isn't enough. We want to uh, we want to have a part two, and we want to uh, maybe a part three even. Just interesting stuff. But anyway, guys, it's been a pleasure having you on Radio Boomers Live. And we have our Wall of Fame, and we have uh, the pitch party, and there's it's cutting-edge interaction at, at its best, you know. And it's the technology. you got to check it out just to see the graphics involved with this. Being said, next Monday morning we'll be here, uh, 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Keep moving, keep the faith, and be positive because it can work out. Just hang in there. Brady Boomers Live is signing out. Okay, so I'm going to, uh, if we're still on, because I, I did sign out, but we had several calls coming in. Okay, and, okay, questions. All right, I'm getting various questions. So the AI situation, we're going to cover that. I'm going to have a special on that next week. And we have uh, uh, five other, okay, we have, other questions coming in. Are we going to do the AI? Yes, we're going to do the AI. Uh, the stocks, we're going to go over the market on what to invest in. And we're going to have, and we have a caller coming in now, Nick Stefani. And Nick has been an old friend, American Legion. He's a A1 Stefani. Stefani. I just do not sometimes pronounce the names right. And anyway, uh a contractor, an investor, he's in the real estate, and he's a he's just a guy that covers all the bases. And when I say American Legions, uh, when you see what they do and what he's involved in, he's a higher up in the organization. Uh, it's amazing because because of these organizations, a lot of people do wind up having a better retirement. So I... Uh, I'm going to see. Right, so, Nick, do we have you on? Uh, let me see our engineer here. Oh, uh, there he is. Hey, Nick, what's going on? You're uh, you are on Radio Boomers Live, 
and we have All our right. listeners tuning in to hear Nick. Now, give me a – now, I, I'm just – is it Safan? Safani? Siphon. Siphon. Okay, see, I got it, Siphon. And, you know, Nick, I wanted to do your normal bio, but, you know, I, if I continue I, on – and doing the bios, you'll never have time to talk because I'll be too busy <laughs> telling everybody what you do. You cover yeah. so many bases. That's like, how do you do? Where did all this energy come from? And where did you get on the path that you're you're on? Because you help so many people, you're involved in so much stuff. What, what, what? Do you have an uncle or a father or a grandfather that had this genes like this? I mean, yeah, you're, you're involved so much. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I, I guess uh, since I've, I was a child, I was never satisfied with one thing or another. I just have to keep on going, researching. It's uh, it's an ever, uh, an, you know, never-ending uh, mission. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, even when I spent 24 years in the military, uh, you know, I was never satisfied with one job or two or three. I, I have a total of nine different military occupation specialties and, you know, excelled very well, uh, you know, to be a good leader, you have to be a good follower. So I followed many great mentors in my career and did very well. Uh, it taught me a lot of discipline, and I was able to uh, excel in my businesses after I retired. And when I retired, I opened up uh, my first business and did very well and just picked up one to another and never satisfied with one thing or another. And if I hear a great uh, deal, I, I jump on it. I try to get involved. And after I did very well, I decided uh, a little, little philanthropy doesn't hurt, so I got involved in, with my brothers and sisters and, and military and veteran organizations. So they're all nonprofit and just giving back to the community and for the veterans. And that's wow. how I, uh, you know, became uh, involved with these uh, veteran organizations, doing a lot of uh, fundraising for them and helping them out in their day-to-day uh, living. And you know, that's pretty much the, so- the short story. <laughs> That's a short one. Okay. So it, it is, you know, Nick, it's kind of cool because you, you do stuff, you got your business to take care of, but a lot of the business you do helps. And that's kind of a cool feeling knowing that, you know, uh, not that you're patting yourself on the back, but hey, you help people out. That's like putting real money in the bank, not not cash cash, but good, good things, a little treasure. Absolutely. It's a, it's yeah. a good feeling. Whenever you could do something and you bring other people in to benefit from it, it's a plus. So it's regardless oh, if totally. it's philanthropy and, and, and raising money to be able to service others in need or opening up a company and employing people so they can make a living and support their families. So it goes both ways, uh, regardless of what it is. Most of my businesses have been uh, in and nothing in manufacturing. It's always been in services, networking. Uh, getting people together uh, so they could benefit from each other, uh, listening to the stories, the good, the bad, you know, and making sure that at the end of the day, somebody's happy with what you're doing uh, to be able to excel. Uh, we try to see uh, if there's a way to make money, but at the same time give back. And that's what I try to do these days. And, you know, Nick, uh, you're your age, I'm my age. One thing we both learned is we definitely don't know it all, and we're always learning. Because yes, sir. it's an ever-evolving world, and it's it, this one guy wrote an article. He said, "Boy, if you don't have change under your belt, the ability to change, you're going to fall behind." Because boy, it is ever-evolving. You you deal construction oh, yes. now, even with the new technologies and everything. How does that affect? 
It does. It, it affects everything. It affects you in the, any way, shape, or form. Yeah, even everything. our environment is always changing. We have to adapt. We have to use better products. We have to be safe when we're doing something, uh, making sure that we meet all the guidelines, the requirements, making sure you know people are healthy, uh, they could show up the next day, uh, giving back in benefits, packages, uh, salaries. It all makes big sense, yes, for sure. And, you and know, yeah. You, uh, you mentioned you're in the service there, and uh, and you you were really uh, on point here when you said you took different uh, different uh, avenues in, in there as far as learning different uh, uh, techniques. Uh, I'm not coming up with the right words. Uh, in MOS is military occupational service. All right, I was an MP. Yes. Nick was this. I was this. We had different. But I mentioned when I was talking to uh, Christine and. And she was a guest. That it's good to uh, to have a little variety in there, and and you have to uh, adapt and so on. So we're covering all those bases. And yes. you know, I, I mentioned well, okay, that's good. You're in the army, you're in the Marines, and you're a heavy gunner or or whatever. You you know how to use a fifty caliber, and <laughs> you're a specialist with uh, with you know bomb you know, disarming bombs. I can't think of the right term, but. Uh, <laughs> All right, so when you get out and, and you fill out your application, there's not a lot of people that do tanks. You know, you, you've yes. operated a tank. And so well, you, you hit a have, good subject right there. Yeah, you got to have, like, Nick, you had a few. And and so yes. when you get out, you can resource some of those. But if it was just tank, uh, like Nick was there, he was really good at, at doing his tanks. But but you had a variety. That's so important for the younger listeners. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. when, when somebody transitions from active duty or reserves into the civilian world, they have to take their occupation specialty and transition into the civilian world by translating it. So sometimes people don't understand that, okay, well, you're a tanker or you're an infantryman, you're a fighting machine, you, you shot the 50 caliber. You know, all these jobs come with some sort of knowledge to be able to transition into the civilian world. You know, one of them is leadership, you know, expensive equipment, operating it, uh, fixing it, you know, mechanically, electronically, hydraulically. So all that you could translate into different job descriptions or different jobs. Um, I one time, uh, one of my uh, occupations were uh, logistics. We did a lot of shipping from uh, seaports to highway traffic, uh, for, uh, trucking, uh, rail, seaports, uh, airplanes, uh, you know, any way means necessary to ship packages to the troops in the front line, making sure everything, the supply chain is taken care of. Well, in today's world, in the civilian world, that's UPS, FedEx, DHL, Absolutely. the U.S. Postal Service. So you can get jobs in there, and there's a tremendous amount of levels you can go, and you can get into management. So. Uh, absolutely, every single job in the military has something to be mirrored by in the civilian world, but you need that dictionary, you need that consultant to help you transition, and we have those resources in our veteran organizations to help military people transition to civilian life. That's a good point, because MacArthur and Eisenhower would be at a loss if it wasn't for the <laughs> logistics people. They would absolutely. be out there with all this, but without the stuff... And you can imagine the logistical nightmare that's involved. I mean, uh, but, absolutely. You know, like I mentioned as an analogy, the tanker. All right. So if you were a tanker or you operated heavy uh, 
you know, heavy equipment, and then you got out what could use for it, and you showed that that can be used for heavy equipment yeah. operation and so on. Absolutely. So every, every, and you know your infantry, infantry man, but it's not some guy out there with a rifle. He's a tech guy. He, he's got so many things to learn and cover. I remember from That's true. basic training at AIT. There's a, just a, so many, well, those so guys, many courses. Those, those guys think on their feet. Yeah. Yeah. And they have their own tech stuff to deal with. That's true. So, so you're, uh, you're with the American Legion, and the American Legion in itself does so much to help people. And uh, how long have you been with the Legion now? I've been a Legion member for 31 years, and I've been okay. a uh, veteran of foreign wars member for seven years. I also belong to the Veteran Business Network, to the Veteran Business Alliance. Uh, I b- belong to the Freedom Committee of Orange County. These are all veteran organizations. But we do a lot of fundraising. We have organizations like Tee It Up for the Troops, uh, Serve It Up for the Troops, Patriots and Promise, Veteran Legal Institute. I get involved with all these organizations, and it kind of brings an umbrella over the veteran uh, in need because each one of these organizations does a different thing, but they all do it for, with the same mission, taking care of veterans and community because we also sponsor a lot of high school kids. We give scholarships. We allow them to excel and, uh, and and be a better patriot in their cities. And, you know, a lot of people think, like, for instance, the DAV, I'm a member of the DAV. That's the Disabled yes. American Veterans. And yes, I that's a great organization, too. Yeah, and I wasn't a disabled veteran, but I found out that you could still join uh, yes. the DAV, and I'm a veteran, but there's they're a great group of people, and you could still join and help. But oh, absolutely. you don't even have to be a veteran. You could be a civilian. That's true. Be an association with the veterans group and, and help. It's, yes. it's so broad, but a lot of people don't know. Uh, and, and that's why I was helping with Most the, the uh, recruitment. Yeah. Most of the veteran organizations that I work with or I belong to also have civilians that have never served in the military. Maybe an uncle, an aunt, a grandfather, a, you know, a parent brother, sister, they served in the military, so they feel they, they need to give back too. But at the same time, all these veteran organizations, they have civilian counterparts. So, for example, the American Legion, they have the Sons of the Legion, which is if you're a son of a legionnaire, you could join, or become an auxiliary member, for, for example, spouses and fathers and sons and daughters and you know that they never served, but they have a relative that served, so you could join, either the auxiliary or the Sons of the Legion. You know, and not necessarily, emerge, yeah. you know, yeah, in wow. the American Legion and also the veteran foreign wars. And then all the other organizations I talk to have a lot of civilians that support us. Without the community, you can't function. So you need the community. You need the resources to help with everything. And uh, there's one more I'll mention that I believe you may be a part of and that I would like to be a part of is the American Legion Riders. <laughs> yes, yes, Absolutely. We're trying to see if we can get a chapter going for the Newport Beach, but not necessarily at that location on the harbor. Uh, maybe we can locate it at a uh, in a we, we have a, a location in Newport Beach that's closer to the airport. It's also great for fundraising. It has a huge amount of resources inside. Uh, it has a business center, a podcast studio, and advertising. And you know more than anybody else that the Easy Way Network, the Easy Way Family, is the way to go. 
because you guys are wonderful uh, with getting people together and uh, expanding businesses, helping businesses grow. Uh, so this center, this building uh, in Newport Beach by the airport is a wonderful location for uh, a writer's group, uh, business uh, groups, uh, networking events, uh, any, anything linked to businesses. Uh, it's a wonderful building. There's offices available for lease. Uh, it's a wonderful place to work, Beautiful. and it's a great location, a great, great headquarters for any company. We won't, we won't let the secret out yet as far as the name and so on and so forth. We'll let them go to the Easily Wall of Fame, but it is. That's uh, where you get it. If you, you belong it. to and, the Easy uh, Way Network, that's who, who you're going to be able to come in to that building, uh, to the location with, definitely. And, and these are new, uh, you know, new programs you're working with. So the the Nick uh, door is always opening to to something Absolutely. new and exciting. And and these Absolutely. these programs you get involved with, you don't. It's it's it, like I said, it is exciting because you don't know where it's going to take you and the kind of people that will be involved, and it'll help uh, with nonprofits or whatever it is. And, and with it one is intention, yeah, with one intention to always grow and be better. Exactly, yeah. Well, do you remember in World War II, when after Japan, uh, well, there wasn't much left, and they brought, I believe it was an economist over, and he taught him the theory of Kanai, constant, never-ending improvement. And, yes. uh, you know, we're, like I said, we're always learning and evolving no matter what age. And especially That's now, uh, it's the older people that are being instructed by the by the teenagers and the younger kids. The, the, the father will go into the six-year-old or the... <laughs> Eight-year-old say, uh, "Billy, can you show me how to use this?" And he grabs it with one hand and <laughs> flicks a switch and gets on the computer. It's amazing. But Nick, we want to That's thank right. you for coming on, uh, oh, yeah. taking your time because I know you're a busy guy, and uh, we're really looking forward to doing so much together. And it's a, like Absolutely. I said, I keep saying it over and over. It's exciting. It's unique, different, and uh, that's what's happening in the world today. It's unique and different. It's constantly changing and evolving. And if you don't you know, you're going to wind up like some people, some companies we know that you don't hear about them anymore because they uh, close shop, you know? Yeah. So let's, well, thank let's, you so much for having me. Sure enough, Nick. And uh, let's, uh, hey, let's get that writers going. I'm, I'm with you on that too. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You guys, well, thank, thank you, you so Nick. much. God bless All you. Right. And uh, I hope you that we see each other soon. Oh, yeah. Thank you for everything you do. And thank you. Guys, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Radio Boomers Live. Uh, our listeners are around the world. And uh, we uh, we just try to keep it positive. And I tell everybody, keep moving, keep the faith. And for now, Radio Boomers Live is signing out. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live, also known as RBL, with your hosts, James and Eric Zuli. Be sure and visit EasyWayNetwork.com. That's letter E, letter Z, EasyWayNetwork.com to get access to our influencers and get promoted to over 500,000 visitors per month. Remember, Radio Boomers Live airs every Monday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Don't forget to download our app on any mobile device, Google Play or Apple Store, by searching Easy Way Family. That's letter E, letter Z, Easy Way Family. Subscribe to our show at easywaypodcast.com. Okay, Eric, great show. Till next Monday morning, keep moving, keep the faith, and Radio Boomers Live is signing out.